0: Live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is April the 23rd, 2020. Strong hand, long term thinking. Bitcoin is next. Bitcoin, golden age, baby. Unconfiscatable. Compete. Don't complain. Conviction. Yes, I am offended by selling. Hello, my elite friends. If you got questions, I got answers. Type them into that uh into the chat box there. I'll see it. Uh, we got time for uh, questions today, definitely. So I'm pumped for tomorrow. Is Friday this week in Bitcoin? Alex Svetsky, J. W. Weatherman, and John Vallis uh, will be on the show. 11 a.m. New York time, Baltimore time, Washington, D.C. time. I believe what's at 4 p.m. in London. So 8 a.m. here in Los Angeles. So I'll be up early. JW will be up early at his undisclosed uh, West Coast uh, location. All right. What a difference a month makes. Remember, just on a little over a month ago, was it March 12th? Bitcoin was going to zero everyone was in panic mode the end of the world as we know it and now look today we are 18 days away from the bitcoin halving. and what was the news of the day you fiat freaks out there uh yes bitcoin in terms of uh, its fiat numbers has reached a high a post uh, crash high i believe it, it got up to 7600 today or something which is uh, as high as it's been since uh, that Black Thursday. Was that what it was called, March 12th? I don't even know what it was called. But for me, it was just another freaking blip on the radar, and it was a chance to get more Bitcoin. And there were just so many people that going to zero talk. Some really some freaks out there brought it back. You, you know, you, you thought that one would never come back, but every that freaking like button. But now you look back and you see how silly it is. So again, there's a day after today, a day after tomorrow, there is a future, and we're one day closer to an all-time high and and this having thing is on the radar. And having hype has uh, it started as, as best as it, as it can in this negative environment. The press, the media is obsessed with negativity. and that even, and that bleeds into the crypto world too. Uh, and and the, whole, the whole having hype concept was that the mainstream media, as in 2016, they did start talking about the having uh, qu- quite a bit in, in a positive way uh, due to the unfur- unfortunate uh, circumstances out there today. The, the hysteria, the media generated hysteria, we're probably not going to see, uh, you, know, you know, never say never, though. Maybe, maybe the media will pick up on this story. Some media will want, But I mean, this is the only positive story out there. Having freaking hype, baby. It is a positive event on May the 12th and you don't even have to leave the house to celebrate it and it can't get canceled. All right. So yes. So Bloomberg comes out with a report. I believe it was yesterday and now someone sent it to me yesterday. I didn't have time to read it last night. I did look at it today and I got to say a lot of people, you know, Bloomberg has been down on Bitcoin before, uh, Bloomberg's been up on Bitcoin at certain times, but uh, some people aren't big fans of Bloomberg's coverage of Bitcoin. Now it's uh, their maturity leap report. They basically say Bitcoin has matured. it's it's taken a leap. It's a positive report. It is a positive report. Uh, it's a, it's a, Bit- a Bitcoin friendly r- report, I would say, and overall cryptocurrency friendly. and it, it has passed the maturity test, Bitcoin, apparently. And what, what else does this report uh, mention? And it, it's very important to note that the, the report talks about Libra, it talks about Fed coins, it talks about JP Morgan coin and bank coins. And, it sh- and that should tell you a lot right there, because those are triggers for mainstream interest, whether you like it or not. The Bloomberg fans of the world. They need the comfort of knowing, well, governments are going to make cryptocurrencies and Mark Zuckerberg is making a cryptocurrency and maybe banks are going to be making a cryptocurrency. And, and, and they talk about very various aspects of those uh, types of cryptocurrencies, but I got to say, a lot of people say, ha, we'll try to create FUD, like JP Morgan coin will be bad for Bitcoin. Libra will be ba- bad for Bitcoin. Fed coins are bad for Bitcoin. And I've said all along, those are all good for Bitcoin and we're getting closer for, to those things being uh, realities also. And Bloomberg and all the Bloomberg fans of the world will jump on those stories. Those will be huge stories if they ever happen. When Not if they happen, when they happen. Uh, I, I assume Libra will be, the, well, maybe some minor Fed coins before Libra. Uh, maybe it all happen at the same time. Who knows? Golden age. And that's the part of the golden age. You might not like decentralized type of cryptocurrencies, but they're building. They're building. We'll talk about that on Saturday's show a little bit more. Mark Andreessen talked about how people got to go out there and build. And at least Zuckerberg is building something out there. My point is, is this report, it's good for Bitcoin. It talks about these other types of coins out there, too. And we should realize that we might you might not like those type of coins, but the mainstream loves those to hear those type of things and. Once those things actually happen or once they get closer to happen, it, it, it will help Bitcoin. And, hey, it's going to be after the halving, too. So who knows? A lot of good things will be coming together. Now, let, let's go back to the report itself. A, a new uh, Bloomberg Research Report expects Bitcoin to see gains in the next year. This year marks a key test for Bitcoin's transition toward a quasi-currency-like gold, and we expect it to pass. So they talk about gold a lot in this uh, report also, comparing Bitcoin to gold. They seem to be gold fans also in this time of the virus. And so they talk about the virus may give Libra life, spur the Fed's digital currency. Uh, the virus may highlight vulnerabilities in cash-based transactions. So you've seen a lot of mainstream uh, outlets pick up on you know cash is dirty. <laughs> you can get diseases from cash and thus we, we need to go digital and uh, markets are based on outdated technology, driving the Fed to reconsider issuing a digital currency, giving Facebook Libra a new life and prompting mortgage lenders like Wells Fargo uh, and U.S. banks to seek tech upgrades. OK, so they talk about the virus uh, triggering all of these uh centralized coins. Great. I mean, you know, I'm no fan of people like uh, talking about the virus at, at every turn of the corner, but it, as we, if those are going to trigger the Fed coin and, uh, or there's going to be the excuses for Fed coin and bank coin, they great. That's your excuse. Let them come out there. Let compete. Don't complain. Let them compete with Bitcoin and they will bring about great things for Bitcoin also. Okay. Uh, so the report is there. You can read the report yourself. Gold mentioned Bitcoin compared to gold, Libra stuff, et cetera, et cetera. It's it's good. It's uh, it, it's good. And hey, uh, professionally put together, for those of you who like fancy sets and graphics, you, you you should enjoy it. There's that shirt, baby. Pound that like button. Let me see who's uh, saying hi over there today. All right, good. We got the, I, again. We got my guys in. Uh, I love my guys in uh, in New Zealand. All right. Uh, when you travel outside the USA, other than uh, debit and credit cards, do you ever use Bitcoin ATMs? No, I don't. For local currency, which no, I, I don't. I've never changed any of my Bitcoin into cash, so no, I would never ever do something. I'm I'm offended by selling my Bitcoin. I would not uh, use a Bitcoin ATM to get a foreign 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 trans foreign currency. God I mean, <laughs> foreign currency. I live in the country with the best uh, fiat currency, so I would never want to god forbid degrade my bitcoin into something even less than the dollar i'm going to vomit when i'm even thinking about that but i do enjoy seeing bitcoin atms in different countries i mean specifically in in tel aviv i i I, in the bitcoin embassy they have that one and i think there's another one on king george street i really want to go back to tel aviv it's so unfortunate uh uh, the, the, this worldwide lockdown on travel it's it's such nonsense we're going to get uh, to that in a, we're going to get to that in a second uh, of course so uh, thank you for the question keep them uh keep them coming people all right so back to let, let's talk about social media in uh in cryptocurrency i know i talk about people saying uh twitter bitcoin twitter can be so toxic they were talking about today and and then some people said no it's not that toxic it actually uh cryptocurrency twitter since there are a lot of 80 percenters in it there is a lot a lot of it is toxic a lot of it is just people screaming and fighting and everything like that that doesn't mean you should not read uh people's twitter feeds because again the people that i talk about if you read their twitter feeds like a blog you're you're, you're not going to be exposed to some of the insanity that that's out there on i mean twitter as a whole social media as a whole not just cryptocurrencies social media is toxic. It's to- people are just screaming, uh, screaming harpies, and uh, they want to get out their frustration at life in a, in, a, in a quite a passive aggressive way. They don't compete, they complain, they're not in motion. So that's you know, social media is an outlet for people that are just not in motion. So you, of course there's going to be a lot of toxicity, but it, it's a great learning opportunity. Also, there are smart people sharing so much stuff. So on on that note, on that note, I wanted to. Bring up a, a site called lunarcrush.com. And they measure well the mentions of uh, all the coins, every all every alt, all sorts of altcoins. They measure the social volume. Excited about Bitcoin moving up today. Bitcoin social volume has hit a weekly high of 81 of 8,134 posts per hour today, with total 24-hour volume hitting. One hundred and thirteen thousand nine hundred fifty-one total post. So it's an interesting metric. Uh, it's unique. You can you can see uh, how. So a lot of people are talking about Bitcoin, and they measure it very good in the uh, in the social media realm. It tells you a little bit that maybe the hype is starting. That the more people, hey, I, I, as I've said, a lot of a lot of the social media mention of a bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is, is nonsense and complaining but you got to say when the volume does increase it's good for Bitcoin. it's it's good uh, some some 80 percenters some no coiners will stumble upon it and they will learn about uh this magical uh digital money and they'll be one step closer to uh buying and holding although that can be a very long journey for all the impulsive uh fiat freak traders who v- value their wealth in, Bitcoin, in uh, dollars and not in Bitcoin. All right, so now we're gonna move on to the uh, the virus part of the uh, show because there, there, well, there's some developments in that today. Let me just make sure. Uh, the sun is shining in New Zealand, says uh, Barefoot Barry. I gotta tell you, man, here in Los Angeles, it is hot out there today. I haven't been outside, but I can tell it's hot. I had the windows open. So I'm going running soon after this. And uh, yes, of course, go outside. I go outside every day. Every darn day, you better believe I go outside without a mask. Oh man. Uh, so in the, in the lockdowns, uh, Barry, yeah. And some states are ending the, the lockdown and we'll talk about that. So the, the, the news coming out of New York today, and so many people downplay it. There are, all, there are statistics out there that show that so many more people have been infected with this thing. Thus, it is not as deadly as people have said it is. As you know, Carl Daniger at the Market Ticker, he has articles on this today. I link to the specific ones below. I'll quote him in a second. But Carl Daniger, me, other people out there have been saying this for a while. The statistics have been pretty clear for a while uh, that it's not as deadly as, as other. it's it, for, for healthy people, it isn't very deadly at all. At, at, at all, it is. It's. Quite, and, and the numbers are now really coming out there. I mean, it was on the cover of Fox News even uh, today, saying I think maybe 15% of New Yorkers may have been already infected. And, and thus, if that many people have been infected and you know how many people have died, the, the, the death rate is much lower than when you thought many less people were infected. So let's go to what I have written down about this. Uh, New York Daily uh, Virus Death Report says if you didn't have one of the underlying conditions they specifically listed, your risk of being killed by this bug was roughly equal to your all-cause mortality. (laughs) So do you know what that means? I mean, if you're a a healthy person and uh, you catch this thing, the likelihood of you dying is just like the likelihood of you dying from just Living—that's all it is. It's not—it's not deadly. at all. it might be—it might be slightly above that. Okay, uh, so the, uh, the the report has also said the bug uh, it is from anywhere from a quarter to a half uh, of the mortality from this bug came from nursing home patients, and that's very incre- That's an incredible number too. Uh, that of all the deaths out there that we've been hearing about a quarter to a half have come from people in nursing homes in New York at least and and, uh, and other states and it just it just shows you what this thing really is it is it is a it is real it's real but it 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 hurts it kills sick people that are in and so you don't lock up healthy people to prevent people in nursing homes from dying you lock up the nursing homes all right Personal responsibility, right there. So in Georgia, someone asked me about Georgia yesterday, and how they're going back to work. Basically, uh, the and here's a tweet from the governor or about the governor. It says the the, the governor of Georgia isn't man, mandating anything. He's re, he's encouraging self determination and personal responsibility. So if you don't want to go out, don't go out in Georgia. Okay, if you're scared. Even after all these statistics are out there, if you're a healthy 30 year old person, you're not in a nursing home, but you're still scared about getting a nursing home disease. Okay, uh, you don't have to go out. You don't have to go to the barbershops shops that are going to open and everything. Okay, so he's not the governor. George isn't forcing people to go to go work. Okay, he's just saying you you don't have to stay at home anymore. All right, there was a a rule saying you. Know, all sorts of horrible regulations. This can't be open. That can be open. Now, wow, people are free to open their businesses again. Oh, my God. Imagine that. That's, that's amazing. But some some people aren't, aren't very happy about that. And I, I got to say, um, some people are so desperate to have the government tell them what to do and to tell them what is right and wrong. They really need to grow up and, and, and be able to, to wipe their own toughnesses, okay? I, I, it just has revealed so much about how people need an authority to tell them to do the basic things. okay you're allowed to go outside now Oh it's unsafe to go outside so don't go outside. This is what uh, grown-ups have devolved into this and going back to Georgia going back to work and great good for Georgia the President of the United States yesterday said he, he wasn't he's against it he doesn't he thinks that Georgia is moving too fast. So it just shows you out there. I say fitting in is overrated. These politicians, they try to fit in. He's just, you know, he's trying to see what the the general population, what the masses are thinking. And the president of the United States, he thinks that a lot of people maybe in the swing states, they're still scared. So he's going to rip on Georgia, okay? But see, he's got to know. He's got to know with all the advisors he has, I mean unless he's stupid, that this is – that Georgia going back to work is no, it's no threat. It's no threat. It's nothing to be worried about. But even he tries to fit in. And it, it it's just a reminder that some of the people that you when you prominent people, they say certain things, they don't even mean it. They just want to fit in. Okay. And fitting in right now, which is totally overrated, is you know, we have to be cautious. We have to take our time. Oh, Georgia is moving too fast. It's ridiculous. Take the emotion out of the equation, dude. Learn the freaking pure stats and speak the truth or don't speak at all, okay? If, if you if you need to speak to fit into Virtue Signal, uh, I mean, you're pathetic. So Donald, uh, Donald Trump, no, you're, you're not getting any slack from me on that. You're, you're trying to fit in, and that is tr- totally overrated. All right, I think that's it for the show. Uh, oh, no, P- Polia, Polia is good here. Good to see him. What uh, countries will be uh, – will be travel friendly this year. Ooh, that <laughs> Sweden probably will. And I say probably because some of these countries might they might think like, oh, we did we did a great job. We did a great job uh dealing with this situation. We don't want to let any foreigners in. So they might they they might be a little backward thinking, but I hope they're not. I hope. I, I think that uh, some some countries will come to their and, and again they might just try to fit in. Their pot, they might like measure uh, what what people are thinking. And people wrongfully in, in some of these countries will probably think foreigners are bad. Foreigners are carrying the diseases. Foreigner, they are going to scapegoat foreigners. So even successful countries like Sweden. Um. And some of the Asian countries, they might, uh, their leaders might be sociopathic and, uh, you know, want to consolidate power and do that instead of through scaring people about the people inside their country about the virus, just scapegoat foreigners. So, uh, but so I, I, what it, it's hard to put. hard to really predict which ones will be travel friendly at this point because uh, i got to see who's who's going down that scapegoat route but i did sweden did sweden loves foreigners how about this sweden has has always maintained or in in recent years a very liberal immigration policy okay when i was in malmo i you know i saw on the streets of Malmo, you see Iraqis and, and Sudanese people. It, it's pretty crazy. Um, so I'll stick with Sweden then because uh, they're not – how can they scapegoat foreigners when they're continuing their liberal, liberal immigration policies? So yeah, maybe I will be – and maybe some of the other Nordic countries that haven't been as – liberal haven't been as cool about this virus uh, as uh, Sweden has you know Denmark I think is sweet is uh, sending uh, kids back to school soon so since all of the all of the uh, all of the Nordic countries love to uh, have people from the Middle East and Africa move there uh, that they, they will take that mentality into letting anyone from anywhere visit there because there's going to be a lot of countries I, I think I'm, I'm personally worried that Israel is going to be paranoid up until the end, and uh, not because they're so small. Also, they, they'll just have this mentality. Well, we're so small anyway. Let's uh, let's keep uh, people out for as long as possible. But there'll probably be a growing uh, voice in Israel because they depend a lot on um, tourism. So if they were in their right freaking minds, um. And now Netanyahu has already, uh, he's gained his uh, prime ministership. So maybe because he was using it, he was using the virus to scare people into consolidating power. Now that he has power, maybe he'll go the other way and consider the uh, financial ramifications for the state of Israel and a lot of other countries out there that are going to be destroyed this summer if they don't have tourism. I saw the projections for Nevada and Hawaii, for their unemployment, and there are some of the highest unemployment uh, projections of all the states. Why is that? It's because of their economies are so based around tourism. And there's going to be, you know, like it or not, so many people are freaked out. Tourism is not going to be what it, it was this summer. Uh, but if we if we start to change the mentality right now and people start moving around right now, and I'm really looking forward to getting on a plane on, on, on May 31st, um, and people start getting on planes more now than uh, Las Vegas and Honolulu will not be as hurt as much as they uh, people are, are predicting but uh, yeah Tur- tourism is uh, will be the last industry to recover probably. And uh, <laughs> Kiwi bloke says New Zealand is, is suffering Stockholm syndrome. Uh, they call the Prime Minister the mother of the nation. Yeah man. It is really – path- those dudes who found in New Zealand, they were manly freaking men, okay? And now they worship and bootlick the, the feet of a 40-year-old woman? I mean it's, it's unbelievable. How, uh, New Zealand has been pathetic with this. All, all right. All right. That that That's it. That's it. I, and I loved being in New Zealand, okay? But I can't believe uh, – this how they worship this woman there i mean i i i see her speak and i just think about like she could be the governor of michigan (laughs) which is obviously something i don't respect very much i know the governor of michigan is pathetic also uh how she tries to scare people but yeah it's 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 unfortunate we've lost a masculine mentality uh in the uh in the western world be it in new zealand australia uh Europe and uh, United States, but speak up, speak up. Don't be scared. Don't be scared people. All right. I'm Adam. There's nothing that there's nothing to worry about and just do normal activities despite what your mommy, what mommy government might, might tell you. All right. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out all the links below, uh, pound that like button, bang that bell button. And again, tomorrow, 11 am New York time this week in Bitcoin 3 weeks in a row with a guest from Australia so that that'll be that'll, that'll be fun see ya